bitches. <laughs> yes, hello, bitches. <laughs> you, finally, to... you finally said bitches. I know, it hurts to say. I don't like it. It's weird. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I don't have the, uh, the attitude for it. <laughs> the attitude of the bitches? Yep. <laughs> or it's a special tribe. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can't do it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, maybe Jess will be back next week, and we'll um, maybe address the bitches proper. Yeah, you guys will actually have your normal crew back, hopefully. Possibly, I, I need to actually suss that out with her and find out when she's coming back. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not great at this. I just and work here. <laughs> having the kid is, it's it's a little life changing, so she a little take bit. Her time. Exactly, no rush, Jess. If you don't want to come back yet, that's fine. I'm exactly. just gonna sit over here and cry, continue to cry. But it was weird starting a podcast uh, off by saying hey bitches speaking mm-hmm. of because for the last uh, three op- episodes that we recorded today that wasn't said no no you're the only one on this show that says hey bitches yeah and it felt it felt a little weird to start mm-hmm. start a show off with it again um i mean i obviously love it but whatever but if you're like oh what what, 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 what podcast are you guys <laughs> i just had a stroke um what podcast were you recording before this that wasn't hot for justice? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> What's so funny? Do you think that nobody asked? <laughs> Somebody out there asked. <laughs> well, let me tell you. So, um, if you're familiar with good friend of the show, uh, Jackson Bishop, mm-hmm. him and I started a new project where we both read and watch a Harry Potter movie and uh, talk about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a huge fan of the franchise and you know, he's always not really given a shit. So, yeah. you know, a couple different perspectives there. Um, if you remember our episode a few weeks back, we actually, that's where I was born. Yeah, so, it was. It's you heard cool. it first, folks. <laughs> so if you like Harry Potter, that'll definitely be a good one for you. Yeah. You're I doing a good job over there. Thank you. If I remember, I'll link it in the show notes and all that. We have social media and shit, so mm-hmm. I'll link the, you know, Instagram, Twitter. We're not, like, live yet. Hopefully we'll be live by this Thursday. Fingers crossed. I submitted us to all the powers that be and... We'll see what happens. Yeah. So we're shooting for a Thursday upload for that. So Cool. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, and then we also re- recorded another episode of your podcast. That's right. Uh, weekend plans. We record an episode of that. Um, it'll be going up Tuesday, I'm thinking. So tomorrow? What? Tomorrow's Monday. But they're listening to this on Monday. Oh, right. Yeah, so tomorrow. <laughs> Duh. Uh, tomorrow <laughs> for you guys. Um, yeah, so that'll be out. We talk about the, uh, the new Joker movie a little bit. Um, what we're excited for, why Jackson's not excited for it. It's kind of cool stuff like that. Um, and it branched over into other nerd topics of movies. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Yeah, so go check him out over there. I'll link his show too. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the, the promotional corner is uh, over and done with. Yes. This week, we're going to talk about the case that we alluded to last week. Oh, yes. This is yes. a good one. Yes. Uh, this is, I feel like, a bit of a combination of a regular episode and also a screen recap. You know, because, like, we did watch the documentary that this case was based on. Or yep. The it, case was... The doc, yes. The documentary was based on this case. I'm stupid. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, we watched that together, and that was a wild ride, let me tell you. It is. It's it's a good one. It's I think it's on... Is it Netflix? It's Netflix. It's yeah. Netflix produced. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be there forever. Uh, 100%. And um, I actually never said what we're talking about. We're talking about... Uh, the death of Kathleen Peterson, a.k.a. the Staircase Murder. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the Netflix special is called. Um, I think it's like a 10 or 12 part docuseries. It's something like that. It sounds about right. It's, it's a, very long. Mm-hmm. It's honestly a little bit too long. 
because I feel like they kind of just like kind of hash over a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll get more into that. Um, so I'm gonna read the Wikipedia page. Uh, it's what's really funny is that it's Michael Peterson because he he was the guy that did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, oh, why are you covering a or you know covering this case that's very clearly solved? Well, it might not be. Did did he really do it? No one knows. There's a lot of theories, some conspiracy theories, and we're gonna get more into that today too. <laughs> It'll be good. It's absolutely wild. This case is insane, um, and you know, we're we're here to have fun, some fun today. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the Wikipedia page literally says Michael Peterson, and then in parentheses, criminal. <laughs> so they're really selling it that he did something wrong. Yes. So what's funny is that prior to this, he was actually an author. He um, had he was in the military in some regard. I don't remember exactly what, but uh, he after got after he got out of the military, uh, wrote a handful of novels mm-hmm. that did pretty well. And so th- that's why because um, at first I was like, how the fuck do they have so much money? Because these people were very well off, mm-hmm. and uh, it's because he's an author. Huh. I, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this happened in 2003. Uh, he, Michael Peterson, is uh, was convicted of murdering his second wife, Kathleen Peterson, on December 1st of 2001. Um, after eight years, Peterson was granted a new trial after the judge ruled a critical prosecution witness gave misleading uh, gave a misleading testimony. The new trial was set to begin May 8th of 2017. On February 24th, 2017, Peterson submitted an Alfred plea to the reduced charge of manslaughter. He was sentenced to time already served, and he was then freed. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the case is the uh, subject of the staircase. You, do you know what an Alfred plea is? No, actually oh, so kind of. I saw you kind of make a face when I said that. Yeah. So basically that means like you plead guilty, mm-hmm. but you're not accepting that you did it. If that makes sense. Okay, so like you're, hmm. so you're you're just pleading guilty to get the softer sentence. Basically, yeah. Okay. So uh, the like definition, I guess, an Alfred plea is uh, named after the U.S. Supreme Court case of North uh, Carolina versus Alfred. Henry Alfred had been indicted on a charge of first degree murder in 1963. Evidence in the case included testimony from witnesses that Alfred had said after the victim's death that he killed the individual. Um, the court testimony showed that Alfred gave, and the victim had argued at the victim's house. Alfred left the house, and afterwards, the victim uh, received a fatal gunshot wound um, after he opened the door, responding to a knock. But He was um, faced with capital punishment if he was convicted. The death penalty was a default sentence by North Carolina at the time for a first-degree homicide. I, I'm totally getting off, off topic, but this is actually very interesting. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that, that is. Um, so basically... If he had a life sentence, or if he had pleaded guilty, he would get a, a reduced life sentence. Mm. And then he would have avoided the death penalty. So, um, yeah, basically it is just, you're pleading to get a lower sentence, but you're not admitting guilt. If that makes sense. Like, you're, yeah. just, you're just like, fuck it, like, I'm, I'm fucked. Yeah, I might as well just... Yeah. So it's actually um, in Paradise Lost, that case of the West Memphis Three, they did an Alfred plea, mm-hmm. finally, because they were offered it after they were already in jail for like 18 years. Oh my god. And uh, they were like, oh, how do you plead? They were like, oh, I plead guilty, but I didn't do it. 
is like what like a couple of the kids had said. It was actually like kind of wild. Um, so anyway, so back to the murder of Kathleen Peterson. Yes. So December 9th, 2001, uh, Michael Peterson called the emergency line to report that he had found his wife unconscious in their Forest Hills mansion and suspected that she had fallen down. Uh, quote, 15, 20, I don't know, end quote, number of stairs. Good God. Yes. He later claimed that he had been outside by the pool and come in around 2.40 in the morning to find Kathleen at the foot of the stairs. He said that she must have fallen down the stairs after consuming uh, alcohol and a Valium. Oh. Uh, toxicology results show that his wife's blood al- alcohol content was 0.07 percent so like not even like she like if she was driving drunk like she would have been fine yeah so it was definitely not enough to do not enough to do that no uh the autopsy also con- uh, concluded that the 48 year old woman had sustained a matrix of severe injuries including a fracture of the uh thyroid neck cartilage and seven lacerations to the top and back of her head jesus uh this was consistent with blows from a blunt object and she had dried blood uh oh and uh di- Dry- <laughs> she had died from blood loss 90 minutes to two hours after sustaining these injuries. Kathleen's daughter, Caitlin, and Kathleen's sister, Candace, both initially proclaimed Michael's innocence and publicly supported him alongside his children. But then um, the sister learned that Peterson was bisexual and uh, started reading the autopsy report. Uh, her and the daughter then started breaking off from the rest of the family and not supporting him anymore. Oh, weird. Yeah. So the bisexual thing does play an important role. Um, I don't know if they're going to talk about it more down here, but so basically, and they talked about this in the staircase, the movie also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this took place in like, you know, 2001, but he had been, I guess on like gay and, uh, like bisexual, like message boards and like basically like uh talking to people online okay and hooking up with other men oh damn yeah so like he was cheating on his wife with like just these like strange men from the internet jesus Mm -hmm. that's a scandal yeah and so one of the theories is that he killed her because he she was she found out and wanted to out him oh Mm -hmm. that makes sense too right and so that's why her family's like oh wait maybe yeah like, that's what happened. So, um, a forensic ex- expert, Dr. Henry Lee, hired by the defense team, testified that the blood spatter evidence was consist- consistent with an accidental fall down the stairs. Uh, police investigators concluded that the injuries were consistent with such an accident as well. As Michael Peterson was the only person at the residence at the time of Kathleen's death, he was a prime suspect and was soon charged with her murder. He pled not guilty. Uh, the medical examiner, Dr. Deborah Radish, concluded that Kathleen had died from lacerations on the scalp, and which was caused by a homicidal assault. That's, yeah, definitely not a staircase. No. According to Dr. Radish, the total of seven lacerations on the top of the back, top and back of her head were the result of repeated blows with a light yet rigid weapon. The defense disputed this theory. According to their analysis, Kathleen's skull had not been fractured by the fl- blows, nor was she brain damaged, which would be inconsistent with um, ha- her having been beaten. Mm. Um, the tri- trial drew increasing media attention as details of Michael's private life emerged. Durham County District Attorney James Harden Jr. and the prosecutors um, attacked his credibility, focusing on the alleged misreporting of his military service and what they described as a gay life that he had led and kept secret. Uh, The prosecution contended that Peterson's marriage was far from happy, suggesting that Kathleen had discovered his secret gay life and wanted to end their marriage. 
It was the main motive that the prosecution offered out of the trial for Kathleen's alleged murder, um, other than the $1.5 million life insurance policy that she had. Oh, damn. So, there was also a lot of money to be had. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The defense argued that Kathleen accepted Mike- Michael's bisexuality and the marriage was very happy, a position that was supported by Michael and Kathleen's children and other friends and associates. The prosecution said that the murder was not most likely committed with a custom-made fireplace poker called a blowpoke. It had been given to the Peters, uh, Petersons from Kathleen's sister, but was missing from the house at the time of the murder investigation. Oh, okay. Yep. Just coincidentally, the item that it could most likely... Yeah, and it also is consistent with a, like a light, hard object. Yeah, and it just happened to be gone. Yep. That's not suspicious. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. Especially because it was a custom one, right? It was like a gift. Yes. They're not just going to... You're just going like, to throw it away. Yeah. But very weird. All right. So, another thing that happened is that in 1985, Elizabeth Ratcliffe, a friend of the Petersons who um, died in Germany in 1985, had also been found dead at the foot of her staircase with injuries to her head. Her death had been investigated by both the German and U.S. military police. An autopsy at the time of her death concluded that she died from an intracerebral hemorrhage secondary to the blood coagulation dis- disorder von Willembrand's disease, based on her, the fact that there was blood in her cerebro- cerebrospinal fluid and Jesus. reports that she had been suffering from severe persistent headaches in the we- weeks leading up to her death. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, the coroner determined that the hemorrhage resulted in immediate death, followed by Ratliff falling down the stairs after collapsing. Petersons had 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 dinner with Ratcliffe and her daughters, and uh, Michael had stayed and helped her put the children to bed before going home. The children's nanny, Barbara, discovered the body when she arrived the next morning. Peterson was the last known person to see her alive. Coincidentally again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Before Peterson's trial, the Durham court ordered the exhumation of Ratcliffe's embalmed body buried in Texas for a second autopsy in 2003. Uh, Arrangements were made for the Durham medical examiner and pathologist, um, who had also performed Kathleen's autopsy to perform the evaluation over the, objection, over the objections of the defense counsel who had argued that the autopsy should be performed by the state of Texas medical examiners. Okay. Um, the body was transported from, from Texas to Durham, and the Durham medical examiner found sufficient evidence drawn from the results of the second autopsy, along with new witness statements describing the scene, to overturn the original findings and list Ratcliffe's dead as a homicide. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the prosecution desi- declined to accuse Peterson of Ratliff's dead, uh, but introduced the death into the trial as an incident giving Peterson the idea of how to fake Kathleen's accident. Despite police reports that there was very little blood at the scene of Ratliff's death, the nanny who was the first to discover the body said that she, uh, she took the stand at Peterson's trial and testified that there was a large amount of blood at the scene. Another witness testified to spending much of the day cleaning up blood off the wall. The admissibility of the Ratliff evidence in court was one of the grounds for the subsequent appeal against his conviction lodged by Peterson's lawyer in 2005. October 10, 2003, after one of the longest trials in North Carolina history, a Durham County jury found Michael Peterson guilty of murder of the murder of Kathleen Peterson, and he was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Oh, wow. Uh, denial of parole requires premeditation, uh, despite the injury accepting the murder as a spur-of-the-moment crime. They also found that it was premeditated. Um, as one juror explained it, pre- the premeditated meant that it wasn't uh, only planning hours or days ahead, but could also mean planning in the seconds before committing a spur-of-the-moment crime. 
Which, to be 100% honest, I kind of, like, take a bit of issue with that. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because it's like, then there would be no spur-of-the-moment or heat-of-the-moment crimes That's true. that wouldn't exist. Yeah. So second-degree murder wouldn't be... A thing. Right. Yeah. Huh. You know what I mean? Or, like, that makes sense. Or even, like, voluntary or uh, involuntary manslaughter, like, if you, like, beat the shit out of someone and they die. Yeah. Like, that was, you know, probably, like, a heat-of-the-moment thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's usually in a fight. Right. But, like, how do you, how can you... Uh, that's the other thing, too. It's, like, how can you prove premeditation? Like... Yeah. And, like, how long is considered premeditated? That's true. So, I mean, like, I definitely think he, like, planned to kill his wife. Like, that's neither here nor there. But... It looks like he, uh... You know, but, like... to do it off what he did in Germany. Right. And, like, it's possible he'd been planning it for a long time, but maybe, like, that night he just got the idea and whatever. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that you can... It could be predetermined if it was within like a moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. That, that just seems odd to me. No, oh, yeah. 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 That makes sense. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Peterson was housed at the Nash Correctional Institution near uh, Rocky Mountain until he was released on December 16th, 2011. So Peterson's appeal was the, was filed by his defense counsel, Thomas uh, Mayer, now serving as his court-appointed attorney. And was argued before the North Carolina Court of Appeals on April 18, 2006. Um, on September 19, 2006, the Court of Appeals rejected the arguments, um, saying that uh, his argument that he didn't get a fair trial because of repeated judicial mistakes. The appeals ruling said that the evidence was fairly admitted. The judges did find defects um, in a search warrant, but they said that that had no ill effect on the defense. Because of the Court of Appeals ruling was not unanimous under North Carolina law, Peterson had the right to appeal with the North Carolina Supreme Court, which accepted the case. Oral argument was heard on September 10th of 2007. On November 9th of 2007, the court announced that it would affirm the decision of the Court of Appeals. Uh, this was... Da, 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 da. So basically, he'd already exhausted his appeals to the verdict. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So November 12th, 2008... Uh, a couple of Richmond, Virginia attorneys uh, were started representing Peterson. They filed a motion for a new trial in Durham County on three grounds. The prosecution withheld exculpatory evidence about a, about the blowpoke. The prosecution used an expert witness whose qualifications were disputed, and one juror based his judgment on racial factors. On March 10, 2009, Peterson's motion was denied by the court by the uh, superior court. <clears throat> right. Um. I'll get down to this part, too. So, in August of 2010, following a series of newspaper articles critical of the investigative tactics of the State, Bu- the State Bureau of Investigation agents, the Attorney General Roy Cooper had led an investigation which resulted in the SBI... Uh, what? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were making a face. No. Sorry. Uh, this resulted in the suspension of the SB- SBI analyst, Dwayne Dweaver. Dwayne Deaver. Deaver. There it is. Yeah, I'm like, what am I reading? One of the principal witnesses against Peterson. The report also found his work among some of the worst done and scores of flawed criminal cases. Oh my god. So just a casual little thing. Right. <laughs> so, um, basically there was enough of a motion to support uh, the state medical examiner's office to turn over all documentation related to Kathleen Peterson's autopsy to, their attor- to his attorneys. However, um, the judge barred him from filing any further motions on behalf of the Peterson because he actually wasn't representing him at the time. Mm, okay. Yeah. So um, a new f- motion was followed by one of his attorneys. 
uh, original attorneys challenging the SBI agent's testimony because yeah. he was lying. Uh, uh, Deaver gets fired from the SBI, and by the way, I am saying SBI, not FBI. I, yeah. I feel like they sound similar. They do. Um, so he was fired um, January 2011 after an independent audit of the agency found that he had falsely reported evidence in 34 cases. Oh my god. Including withholding negative results in the case of Greg Taylor, a man who spent uh, 17 years in prison on a murder conviction based on his testimony. Oh my god. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, bah, 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 bah. In the 2003 prison trial, Deaver testified that he had been monitored, uh, mentored by SBI bloodstain specialist David Spittle and had worked on over 500 cases, written 200 reports, and testified in 60 cases. Um, upon the retrial hearing, they testified that he had written only 47 reports, not 200. That little off. A little bit. <laughs> and uh, the guy that tra- allegedly trained him says he doesn't recall ever mentoring Deaver. Um, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> and uh, he had only completed a two-day training course in the 80s. So like this guy just did like a quick little like fly-by-night course. Yes, and he had only testified in four cases. Oh, The P- Peterson case was his third. Oh, my God. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, not a great witness. No, no. Not yeah. a good witness at all. <laughs> um, December 16, 2011, Peterson was released from the Durham County Jail on $300,000 bail and placed under house arrest while uh, with a tracking ink- inklet. Mm-hmm. Um, his release on bond followed a judicial order for a new trial after Jar... Judge Hudson had found that the SBI blood an, an, an good God You're just analyst. I can't over fucking read. Today. I know. I think I've been talking too much today, honestly. Oh, that's probably true. We can get through this. Um, so the Judge Hudson found that the SBI blood analyst Dwayne Deaver had given men- materially misleading and deliberately false testimony about the blood stain evidence and had exaggerated his training experience and expertise. Uh, so it's flat out lied. So. <laughs> Basically, any evidence that he had given was deemed inadmissible in yeah. any new trials. In July of 2014, Peterson's bond restrictions were erased. In October of 2014, the court-appointed uh, attorney for Peterson um, stated that he could no longer uh, afford to represent him without being paid, so he had to get new representation. Uh November 14th, 2016, Peterson's request for the second trial to be dismissed was refused. <laughs> and a new trial was uh, new trial was scheduled to be begun on May 8th, 2017. Because I think he still doesn't have a lawyer. Oh, okay. Um, but then February 7th, 2017, um, a resolution had been nego- negotiated and he was able to have his lawyer back. Okay. February 24th of 2017, Peterson entered the Alford plea. A guilty plea entered because in, because sufficient evidence exists to convict him of the offense, but the defendant asserts their innocence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to the voluntary manslaughter of Kathleen Peterson. The judge sentenced him to a maximum of 86 months in prison with credit for time previously served. Because he had already served more time than that, he didn't face any extra time. Um, October of 2002, uh, one of their kids filed a wrongful death claim against against Michael Peterson. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like, even his kid was like, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. In 2006, he voluntarily filed for bankruptcy. And then two weeks later, his daughter filed an objection to the bankruptcy. What? Mm-hmm. You could do that? Apparently. Jeez. February 1st of 2007, Caitlin and Michael 
uh, settle the wrongful death claim for $25 million. What? Pending acceptance by the courts involved, finalization of the settlement by the court was announced on February 1st of 2008. Damn. In the settlement, he still didn't admit that he killed her. Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess, like, he's... I definitely don't feel bad for him. He's definitely getting, like, everything he deserved. Oh, a million percent. It's just, like, crazy that everybody actually went through with it. Yeah. You always see, like, cases, like, you know, where, like, he obviously killed the mom, and, like, the kids are like, you know what? Not cool, man. Like, and they just went after him. Is that fucking insane? That's crazy. Okay. So, that's what happened. Damn. So, yeah. He, did she fall? Did he, you know, hit her over the head and then make her fall? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, she definitely fell, and he probably, yeah, used the uh, fire poker. And, was it two? Two or three hits to the head? I think it was, like, seven or eight. Oh, damn. Like, yeah, it was so a he, lot. Yeah, so she, yeah, Jesus. There's so so much evidence. And then the fact that it was back in, what, Germany? Yeah, the first lady. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I'm looking to see if there, I could find the number of lacerations, but I don't remember. Yeah, it was um, a good amount. Yeah. It was enough for, yeah, like, she probably got hit a few times and then fell down the stairs. But, did you know there was another theory about what happened? Is this going to my favorite theory? Yes, it is. Okay. The owl theory. Fucking owls, man. You gotta watch out for them. (laughs) This is probably one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard that's (laughs) true crime related in my entire life. Yeah. This one's pretty good. Okay. Hold on to your assholes. (laughs) (laughs) In late 2009, a new theory of Kathleen Peterson's death was raised, that she had been attacked by an owl outside, fallen after rushing inside, and had been knocked unconscious after hitting her head on the first tread of the stairs. Let that sink in for a second. Take a, just let it marinate on it for a bit. I'm going to read it again. (laughs) (laughs) In late 2009, a a new theory of Kathleen Peterson's death was raised, that she had been attacked by an owl outside, fallen after rushing inside and had been knocked unconscious after hitting her head on the first tread of the stairs. Fucking owls, man. God. Everybody said they're the assholes of this guy. But maybe, maybe Mike's innocent. You know, maybe he didn't do it. Maybe <laughs> maybe it was a rogue owl. Fucking rogue owl coming in. Let me tell Wrecking you, shop. Let me tell you more about the owl theory. I love let's, the owl let's theory. Let's do a deep dive. <laughs> the owl theory was raised by Durham attorney T. Lawrence Pollard, a neighbor of the Petersons who was not involved in the case, but had been following the public details. Um, this was that guy that they wouldn't give him like, any information because he wasn't his, wasn't the attorney. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He approached the police suggesting an owl might have been responsible after reading the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigations um, evidence list and finding a feather listed. Peterson's attorneys had determined that the SBI crime, crime lab had uh, listed a microscopic owl feather and a wooden sliver from a tree limb entangled in a clump of hair that had been pulled out by the roots and clutched in uh, Kathleen's left hand. A re-examination of the hair in 2008 found two more microscopic owl feathers. Oh no, it's gaining steam. (laughs) (laughs) Although Pollard did not speak on the theory to anybody else, the Durham uh, Durham Herald Sun published an article ridiculing him and discrediting his theory. Other media picked it up, propagating the Herald Sun story, which was later criticized as, as inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Advocates of the theory assert that other evidence sp- supports it. Namely, the scalp wounds were trilobed and paired, consistent with marks left by talons. The feathers are similar to those on owl feet. Cedar needles, cedar needles were found on her hands and body, indicating that Kathleen had fallen over outside shortly before entering the house. 
um, that her blood had spattered up the staircase rather than down, and that the footprints in her own blood indicate that she was already bleeding before she reached the foot of the stairs. The two drops of blood that were found outside the house on the front walkway, along with a finger smear of blood on the front door, are, would be consistent with her pushing the door shut. Advocates also note that owl attacks on people are common in the area, with one victim stating that the impact was similar to being hit on the head with a baseball bat. Um, on the look on your face, I can't tell if you're starting to buy it or if you're. You like... know what's so funny is this is they're actually like they're crafting a solid argument for this owl thing. Like I, the, I know. I'm sitting here listening to this and all the evidence stacking up, and the first thought that goes through my head, I'm like, you know what's funny about this? That's just fucking crazy enough to have actually happened. Yeah, and that's what they were. That's what they were hoping. Like that's one of those things that like, I could legit see that like one in a million cases of somebody coming home, and then this fucking asshole owl comes down and attacks you. Hits you in the head once. That's why yeah. you're bleeding. And so you start running to the house to escape him. And the question I have, <laughs> the question I have next though, is if this was the thing with the owl theory. She gets to the door. We open the door. Does she just not close the door? And the owl flew in after her. Well, so she got attacked outside. She got attacked, yeah, outside. And then, but the staircase is inside. Right, so she got attacked outside by the owl. Uh-huh. She got spooked. She ran inside. I know. My question is, why did... So you're probably assuming with this is that attacked by the owl, runs up the stairs, falls because she's fleeing from the owl because she rushed up the stairs, mm-hmm. slipped and fell. So then, then my question is to counter that argument is, well, why would she close the door? The owl didn't get in. She did, did close it? the door. Yeah, so the owl didn't get in. No, they're, they're not saying that the owl was inside. Yeah, it's on the way then she would keep running up the stairs in their argument. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was not connecting what you were. Yeah, just listening, like looking at their argument, like picturing it all. It's just like you can see everything perfectly yeah. until we get to the staircase, and then I kind of lose it. Yeah. Because it's like, why would she keep running? She's safe. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, my devil's advocate kind of response to that is like, well, maybe she's maybe the bathroom was upstairs, and that's where the you know first aid stuff was, or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we're, we're going to find out where they keep going with it. Yes. So according to Pollard, a jury had been presented with the evidence that uh, was, was presented with this evidence. It would have been materially affected their deliberation and therefore should have materially affected their ultimate verdict. So basically because this theory was never talked about in court, mm-hmm. they couldn't have like a you know good enough idea to say if he was guilty or not. Um, prosecutors have ridiculed the claim and Dr. Deborah Radish, who conducted the autopsy, says it's unlikely that an owl or any bird could have made wounds as deep as that on her scalp. Mm. However, Radish's opinion was challenged by other experts in three separate affidavits filed in 2010. Dr. Alan Van Norman wrote, The multiple wounds pre- present suggest to me that an owl and Miss Peterson somehow became entangled. Perhaps the owl got tangled in her hair, or perhaps she grabbed the owl's foot. Oh, okay. Uh... Dr. Patrick T. Patrick T. Redding, Redig, sorry, a professor of veterinary medicine at the University of Minnesota, wrote, "In my professional opinion, the hypothesized attack of the face and back of the head, resulting in the various punctures and lacerations visible in the autopsy photographs, it's entirely within the behavioral repertoire of large owls." Hmm. Kate P. Davis, executive director of the rap director of raptors of the rockies a western montana education and wildlife rehabilitation project that's a fucking name (laughs) that is a (laughs) the raptors of the rockies raptors of the rockies sounds like a triple a baseball team it sounds like a shitty like indie band (laughs) it's a shitty indie band that's also the shitty triple a team whoa (laughs) triple a's really good 
Um, uh, so she, he, where am I? She wrote, the lacerations on Mrs. Peterson's scalp look very much like those made by a, a raptor's talons, especially if she had forcibly torn the bird from the back of her head. That would also explain the feathers found in her hand and the many hairs pulled out by the root um, that or were uh, broken. The size and configura- configuration of the lacerations could clearly indicate the feet of a barred owl. Davis further noted that owls can kill species much larger than themselves and that it's not uncom- uncommon for them to attack people. Damn. Despite interest in the story in this theory among some outside advocates, no mention of the new trial was filed on this point in 2009. Um, on March 2nd of 2017, following the Alfred plea, Mr. Peterson's attorney filed a motion to allow him to pay for a bird expert at the Smithsonian to examine feather fragments found in her hair to determine if she was attacked by a raptor owl. I actually don't know if it was ever like approved or not, but jeez, isn't that fucking wild? Yeah, it's. <laughs> Again, it's just so funny because it's like that argument of that is so it is such a reach like of an argument that it's like yeah I kind of get why they why you would reach that hard because it's so crazy that it probably had to happen right like it's the fucking craziest shit I've ever heard in my entire life it's good it is so I'm going to talk about a couple things that I have watched in the documentary. I don't know if you remember any of this. More reason why I think the owl theory is a bunch of BS and like why I think like he absolutely fucking did it. Mm-hmm. So, I do think that they were probably drunk, and she was probably fucked up, because like, she had booze and a Valium. Like, that Valium probably like knocked her dick in the dirt. Like Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but, so, this... He called 911 at 2.40 in the morning. Yeah. They were... He states that they drank, like, at least two bottles of wine that night and were kind of just, like, staying up late and kind of partying, just the two of them, whatever. Having a great day. Yeah. Evening, night. And then sat outside for a while in the backyard. And uh, then she was like, you know, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's no way that – well, I mean, so he was outside. So he didn't – he couldn't have heard anything. True. He, like, yep. If he's outside, like let's say she gets attacked by the owl, I'm sure she's gonna scream. Oh, oh I'm not talking about the owl theory. Oh. I, or, just, or I mean, I guess yeah, but or yeah. in general, um, like if she fucking fell down the stairs, one, it's gonna be loud. Yep. Two, she's probably gonna be like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like I Something. fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be your exact words. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! I fell down the stairs. <laughs> no, but she's probably screaming, or yes. like, at least said. I don't know, ow. <laughs> ow. You know, I'm in a little bit of pain. <laughs> Just a scratch. <laughs> Never going to believe it, but holy fuck, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what he's saying. He's like, oh, I was mm-hmm. outside, and I was just, it, you know, I didn't hear anything. Gotcha. No, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, that's another, again, I'm, I literally have not stopped thinking about this owl thing. <laughs> fucking bonkers to me and so everything i like everything i hear from the case forward i'm literally just using as evidence to go with that owl theory for it. against it because it's my favorite theory i've ever heard perfect um <laughs> so also I, I, to, I, to piggyback on the owl theory if she was attacked by an owl wouldn't he fucking notice that's what i'm saying like if, if she was attacked by an owl and i'm pretty sure like <laughs> even staring at the stars or whatever and like drunk on wine he would have heard, like, an owl... The owl's probably freaking the fuck out. The owl probably screeches or something Yeah, and she's probably screaming bloody murder. Also, you don't go casually into the night with getting attacked by an owl. You kind of yell, no. what the fuck? 
Holy, Holy fuck. fuck! I'm being attacked by an owl. <laughs> <laughs> just, just exactly like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Keep going. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Holy fuck, I've been attacked by an owl. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I just... It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> and, you know, my other thing, too, is, like, if she was attacked outside by an owl, I feel like that the fucking neighbors would have heard something. Like, there's really just a lot going on with that. Um, but anyways, I think it's a bunch of shit. I think, like I said, I think it's possible that, like, she might have fallen. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, she definitely fell. But I I personally think, I don't, I don't know if the blowpoke thing actually is true or not. Like, I, I get it. I, I think that the lacerations could have been caused by her falling. And, like, hitting her head down the stairs. Because, like, they don't look like cuts to me. They mm. look like, you know, like, when you, like, hit something really hard and sometimes, like, the skin just kind of breaks. Yeah. If, like, if that makes sense. They look like that. Mm. So they look, like, almost, like, dense. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, that feasibly to me could have been caused if she, like, hit her head. Like, she was falling down the stairs and hit, like, the back of her head, like, kunk, 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 kunk. Yeah. Or if she fell face forward and hit her head going down. Because they hit those, hit those stairs pretty hard to do that much damage to your head, though. But here's the thing. If you're... I mean, I've never taken a Valium, but, like, I've... That's true. I forgot about the Valium part. But, like, like I said, like, she might not have, you know, had, like, full wherewithal of her body. That could be true. No, I'm saying. So, like, my... And, again, and my she heart was of, drunk. And she was drunk. Well, although they did the blood test. And... But she wasn't that drunk. No. But you're, you're not supposed to mix Valium with booze. Well, yeah. But, again, I think that he was probably at the top of the stairs and got her to fall. Mm, like a slight nudge that or like you know just plotted it in some way to make her fall maybe, maybe, the maybe they got in a fight at the top of the stairs and like you know he just like pushed her who, who knows yeah but i think it was something more like that i don't think it was an accident it, or maybe it could, maybe they're at the top of the stairs they got an accident and she like fell back yeah like Never that's know. always possible maybe that part was an accident but like why would why wouldn't you cop to that yeah why would you just be like oh my god i don't know if she just slipped and fell like we were yeah and the other thing is, is that her body was, uh, where it was, for at least like thirty to forty-five minutes after she died, because the blood was drying. Oh yeah, and it takes a solid amount of time. Right, and enough um, time to hide a fire poker. Whoa. Whoa. And the other like weird thing too is that um, in the nine one one call, like, I I think it's uh, there's probably some sort of recording of it online, but. He is, they're like, oh, how many stairs did he fall down? And he was like, oh, I don't know, like 15 or 20. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> 15 or 20. Somewhere in there. Yeah, and then he starts, like, counting, and she's like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and, like, his, like, like language in the 911 calls is very weird. What do they say? It's, like, the person who's the most, like, almost calm in a 911 call. Like, yeah. And they're giving details. They give exact details. Mm -hmm. Like, if you normally, if, like, your wife just fell down the stairs or whatever, they go, how many stars, stairs did she fall down? You'd be like, I don't fucking know she fell down the stairs. Yeah. Like, you'd be freaking out. Like, all out. of them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, a bunch. Uh, and then this one, he's actually giving, like, exact numbers. He goes, let me it's, go count. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Like, that's something that's almost too, yeah. way too chill about and just finding your dead wife. Exactly. And, like, I think in part of the um, 911 conversation like he even says like oh like i think she's breathing i'm not sure and mm -hmm. like the medical examiner was like she had been dead by the time he called yeah so like that does why why was she 
breathing. Yeah. Like he made it up. Yeah. It's it's all very weird and convoluted. It is. And that's makes that documentary pretty interesting too. Yeah. And like um the blood spatter expert, like that guy's stupid. I, I can't handle him. Like I, I don't know if you remember him from the documentary. I do. Like, yeah. I do remember. And I think they've even said that like stuff that he's worked on like w- wasn't great. Yeah. And I mean shit, like based on like that exhibit A, blood spatter isn't always like super like accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean like cuz like it's hard to mimic blood. Yeah, exactly. So who the fuck really knows? Like yeah, you can get kind of close, but like You'd be like Dexter. Exactly. Again, where the fuck's Michael C. Hall at? <laughs> Where's Michael C. Hall when you need him? <laughs> exactly. Holy fuck, Michael Hall. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, no, this whole thing is just, like, so bananas to me. Yeah, it's a... What, what's your opinion on what happened? Oh, I think... I think he did the fire poker, and then she yeah. did fall down the stairs. Like, he hit her in the back of the head or whatever, and she was about to go down the stairs, and then she fell. And so, because, yeah, that's... To me, like, again, if she naturally fell down the stairs, he's not going to find her body like what did he say he was doing he came from outside he came from outside because he said that he, she went to bed two hours prior mm-hmm. and like he was like okay then like i'll finally turn in and then like he just like found her on the basement yeah, and stairs. he was outside that long like yeah like bed two hours so he was like what he was lonely he was just staring at the stars all alone. yeah because he like, wasn't doing anything yeah so it, it's weird things like that that doesn't make sense yeah like even if he said he went to bed early mm-hmm. like i mean like what <laughs> better lie to get out of it would be like saying he went to bed early and it was like that one makes more sense i think so too but yeah i think it was fire poker and then he went and hid the fire pack poker in those 30 to 40 minutes and then mm-hmm. he came back and he called the police it's like oh my god yeah that's my final verdict that or a gang of owls attacked her <laughs> one or the other it's up in the air right now <laughs> still trying to decide a gang of owls not even just one no it's a hard gang excellent well, that was the the staircase and the case of Kathleen Peterson and uh, Michael Peterson. I highly advise watching that documentary on Netflix. It's very good. It's a good documentary. It's very well done. Um, they go into a lot more fucking detail than I just did, but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of so. It's told kind of from his perspective, so like it's very like trying to make it look like he's like not guilty. It's working the owl theory. <laughs> They do bring it up. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, the stuff with the lady in Germany, like, that was just, like, coincidental. Just a coincidence. That was the same exact thing. Right. Just a major coincidence. Yeah. Well, and the weird thing about that, too, is that, like, so they were, like, their, like, best friends, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, they ended up adopting their her kids. Oh. Because, like, so Michael and Kathleen had two kids of their own. And then their other two kids were adopted from that family because they didn't have parents anymore because the dad was already dead. Oh, damn. Jesus. So they were like, oh my God, he killed both of our moms. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's heavy. Mm-hmm. Is that fucking bananas? Yeah. Yeah, this whole thing is so interesting. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite true crime cases, like, ever, mm-hmm. just because it's, like, so twisty and weird. Yeah. And, like, like I said, truly, like, who the fuck knows what happens? Yeah. Like, that's I, true. Like, I think he was involved. I don't, but I'm... Yeah, obviously, I, I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, Damn. super wild. Um, anyways, yeah, that was this case. I will uh, link all of our socials and stuff in the show notes, and link our other podcasts that we do there. And oh, I guess I'll put your socials in there too. Yeah, 
If you want to. If yeah. you're feeling generous. Whatever. Whatever. All right, cool, cool, cool. I will see you back next week, and uh, Jess may or may not be back. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I'll probably talk to her after I hit stop on this. It's probably a good idea. Get yeah. that set up, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, toodles. Bye.